Town Cowboys Podcast. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the K-Town Cowboys Podcast. Danny Cho here. Um, I am here by myself uh, because uh, Bobby, uh, he's on his way back from the Chechun International Film Festival. Um, uh, he had a successful screening and uh, things are, uh, so yeah, things uh, are looking good for him and his film. So uh, hopefully it gets distribution in theaters uh, all over the world. The movie is called Fiction and Other Realities. And uh, yeah, My Fat Face makes an appearance on the uh, on the in the movie, so uh, you should check it out. Uh, so, given that I'm doing this solo, I am on uh, Facebook Live, and as of now, uh, one person watching. So, hey, everybody. Um, this week has been uh, pretty busy for me. Um, for me, this past weekend was the Hongdae Comedy Week. So, uh, the reason why I couldn't accompany Bobby to the Chechen Film Festival, Music and Film International Film Festival, is because of the fact that I was booked the whole weekend. On Friday, I did a show at uh, JDB Square at um, in Hongdae, and then uh, on Saturday, which was yesterday, I did two shows. One show in Hongdae in the morning with uh, comedian Nam Hizok, and then uh, at night I did a set at the Comedy Haven. Um, it's very interesting, uh, you know, and I've said this before, stand-up comedy in Korea is such a new thing that a lot of people don't know what the hell it is. And so, um, like for example, yesterday uh, for Nam Hizok's show, the show started at 3 p.m. Uh, there was no booze. It was at a theater called Rolling Hall. And so, yo, man, I mean, you know, doing stand-up comedy in front of uh, people in their 40s and 50s is kind of tough. Uh, well, at least for me, because uh, given the fact that I'm too... Um, my Korean is not that good. So, you know, I, I, I don't really know how to read... The Korean audience just yet but what makes it even harder is the fact that the sun's still out and then further which makes it a little hard is because of the fact that everyone is uh, sober as shit not, not a single soul was uh, drinking however um, it was a fun opportunity I mean I didn't bomb per se I mean people laughed and shit but you know it it, it, it made me think more about yo um, you know, how do I help uh, the Korean audience understand what stand-up comedy is, you know? And um, it's really hard because, like, the, 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 bad, the bad thing about this is because of the fact that people think that stand-up comedy is a new thing in Korea, you'll see a lot of, uh, a lot of people just try to capitalize and do shows they have no stand-up experience but then they'll put together a show called uh you know and they'll be like yo this is stand-up comedy right and um you know uh people will show up to the show going well this is stand-up comedy 
and then they'll see a shit show and then be like, oh, well, all of Korean stand-up comedy is like this. I mean, uh, uh, you know, even, even, uh, even the, um, some of, not, not the comedians that I work with, but, you know, some people in the industry, you know, they'll try to put on a show, uh, people eat shit on stage and then go, oh, uh, stand-up comedy, um, you know, just won't work in Korea. And I'm like, dude. It's because you guys suck. You guys aren't good yet. I'm not saying that I'm good. Uh, I mean, particularly in Korean. But, like, I understand. Like, the show is shit. The skill level isn't there. So, instead of thinking, hey, maybe we should do better, they go, no. We should try to do what uh, has failed for the last few years. Which doesn't make sense to me. It's a little frustrating and uh, it, it really bothers me. But there is some hope. The hope is, oh, Terry, Carlos Youngshek, my buddy, Terry, is watching. Um, the, 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 bad, the bad thing about, you know, you know um, I mean, well, the, what do you call it? The silver lining in, 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 in all this is that people are slowly very slowly uh trying to uh trying to get it i mean so there was a huge difference i told the same set in uh in in hongde as well as in um in the comedy club at night yesterday uh and first of all at the comedy club everyone was drinking they're all boozed up number two uh most of them uh were in their mid to late twenties the audience, and so they got it man i was i was you know i i you know i told even dirtier shit and they got it but then you know you know when you see uh when you do a show at three in the afternoon and there's this old person just looking at you you know what i mean like what 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 is this foreigner talking about you know what i mean uh so yeah it was it was really tough um now the things that i've been doing tr to try to uh how do you say get more material is uh i've been watching a lot of korean shows and if you don't know this about me i have uh, what you call an addictive personality and so even if the show sucks ass, I have to finish watching it. And so, um, on Netflix, I watched this show. It's called Hyori's Bed and Breakfast. <clears throat> now, uh, it's not. It's not a good. Uh, it's not a fun show, guys. I mean, you know, don't don't take my word for it. Uh, go check out an episode or two. Basically. It's this former K-pop star, Hyori, who uh, is married to this um, singer-songwriter dude. And uh, because Hyori's rich, uh, she got like a big-ass place, like a, like a nice-ass house in um, Jeju-do. And then, so the premise is they get random people to come like stay for two or three days, you know, kind of like a bed and breakfast type of joint. 
You know what I mean? I started watching it. By episode two, I was like, yo, I, this, this show is fucking boring. But like I said, uh, I'm not a quitter. So I finished both seasons. And you know what I mean? Like, I, I just hated myself for it. I was like, yo, like, do I really care what they're going to eat for breakfast? Hmm. It's a 30-minute, it's, like it's an hour show, and for like 20 minutes, they're discussing, yo, we should make pumpkin soup for our guests. And then they go buy pumpkins and shit, and then they make pumpkin soup, and people go, wow, this K-pop celebrity knows how to make pumpkin soup. And I'm like, huh, why the fuck am I watching this? But again, it's gonna stop. The other show that I've been watching, and again, the reason why I'm watching all these Korean shows is that I'm like, maybe hopefully, uh, you know, this will help me in terms of uh, get, uh, getting material, but, but what it's doing to me is it's, it's pissing me off that I'm wasting my time, but I can't stop. I fucking, I can't stop. Uh, there's a show in Korean, it's called... Uh, in English or uh, for the Netflix title I think it's called There's Something in the Rain right so I'm watching this show There's Something in the Rain or for all the Koreans premises female lead uh, she falls in love with her best friend's younger brother um, that right there, I mean, like, okay, so, again, it's a Korean drama, so obviously the female lead's gonna be beautiful, the, the, uh, the male lead's gonna be a good-looking dude, right? And the premise of me thinking, like, alright, what if I was in this situation? What if I found, uh, a woman that was older than me? Who would uh, who I would date, you know? Be you know, like if I if I lived this drama, right? And I thought to myself, well, first of all, uh, I don't look like like the, the 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 male lead. That dude's a good-looking young kid, and I, I mean, look at me, I'm a I'm a fat mess, right? And on top of that, the lead actress. Turns out she's my age. So if I have to find somebody that is older than me, she would have to be around, yeah, I would say, like, in her mid-40s, right? Ain't nothing wrong with being in your mid-40s. Uh, but already, the drama, it doesn't, you know, the parallels don't work, right? Um, yeah, I, I, I'm assuming that if I was in that situation, then it'd probably be... Somebody in their mid-40s with two kids, maybe two, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we make out, it's going to smell like, like menthol cigarettes, you know? It's not, it's, not, it's not the same as this beautifully fake ass. And that's the thing, Korean dramas, I mean, when I was a kid, Korean dramas were even more ridiculous. Like, like um, you know, couple falls in love, this girl has like eyeball cancer or some shit. Right, and then the guy goes, "All right, lady, I love you so much. I'm gonna give you both my eyeballs." 
you know, and that's that's how and and, that, and then you know there's a moment somebody has to die and shit, right? Korean dramas right now don't seem like uh, at least they tone that melodramatic shit out in terms of like somebody dying of cancer or AIDS or whatever uh, Lou Gehrig's disease. I don't know whatever disease. Nobody's coming out coming from space and shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, but they this drama they try to grind 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 it. To, they try to make uh, this story grounded in reality, but in essence, I don't know, man. I don't. I don't. I guess one thing is is like the relationship of the of the mom, uh, the the female lead's mom, right? She's she's hell bent on stopping this uh, relationship because the 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 male lead he does not fit the qualifications of being a suitable son-in-law for her now i am told that koreans do uh look at shit like that like so uh what are your what do your uh parents do like what how much money do they make um are they uh you know are they part of the upper echelon of society and uh, I don't know. Maybe it's still like that. I don't. I don't. I mean, I have Korean parents, but uh, we're poor, so I don't think they really care. I mean, as long as like, as long as, yeah. I mean, my parents don't really care. I think, like, if I marry, if I married a girl whose whose parents weren't rich, because we're not rich either. Um, but I think. There is some old schoolness in my parents, uh, in terms of, uh, like if, if my future wife didn't have, uh, uh, what do you call it? My future wife didn't have like both her parents. Like she was, she came from a single family home or she was, you know, like, I think my parents would have a little bit of a hesitation because they're old school like that, but I don't know. I mean, it just I just saw. Yeah, obviously, it's acting. It's fake. It's a fucking drama, right? So you see this. Uh, oh, Grace is here. Hey, Grace. Grace, my sister is watching. So you see this crazy lady just yelling like, "Are you not gonna marry over my dead body?" Blah 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 blah. blah. You're not gonna marry this guy who doesn't have his. He didn't grow up with parents. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I don't know. Kind of bugged me. I was like, shut up, lady. Go kill yourself. And that's what I... Gene uh, asked, is it hot in your place? You're not sweating. Uh, it's hot, man. I, I, have a, I have a fan on right next to me. Chilling. Um, so, yeah. that I, I don't understand why that show was so popular. I watched all of it this weekend. The... Once again, the show is called, in English, it's called Something in the Rain. In Korean, it's called Pop Nuna. Well, I can't even say it right. One more time. Pop Nuna. She was, um, I tell you what, the main actress, Son Yeo Jin, she's, she's pretty. Uh, I actually, 
a while back, one of the first things I saw from that actress was this super sad Korean movie uh, called, well, in English it's called A Moment to Remember. In Korean, it's called I watched that shit, and I'm not gonna lie to you, I cried. And I was like, oh my god, why am I crying? Um, now, um, most of the guys that are listening will probably be like, it's because you a bitch. But I even um, suggested this movie to some of the manliest men I know. And they all called me and say, yo, this was a sad fucking movie. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not dogging on the actress or the actors. I'm just, I'm like, I don't understand why this drama was so popular. Like, even all the comedians that I met, they were like, yo, yo, you should watch this shit to learn about what's popular in Korea. And I watched it going... I don't want to watch this shit no more. It's awful. Hmm? Uh, speaking of um, uh, Korean comedians, the the famous ones, I guess. So uh, the was yes, it was yesterday. After the show, I hung out with um, some very well known Korean comedians, not just Namizok, and um, one of them asked me if I can teach him English. Now, a part of me was thinking, well, I don't, I didn't come to Korea to, to teach English. Um, and then, and then I don't really know, like, what to charge somebody. As a matter of fact, if there's any listeners that have advice or have experience in this, if you were in my situation and, uh, someone famous in your field uh, wants your help in uh, speaking English, would you charge him? Uh, would you... I mean, you know, uh, in, uh, in, uh, the reason why I ask is because, well, a part of me thinks, well, this person might help in terms of, you know, my social mobility, you know what I'm saying? Um, but then again, this person might not. He might just use me for my uh, my my English speaking abilities, which clearly uh, has not improved. Matter of fact, it degraded while I've uh, been here. I've been in Korea for fucking nine months now. You know, my my English has gotten to shit. Went, went boo-boo, man, you know? Uh, but, um, but they want me to teach. And this is not the first celebrity to do that, right? Um, uh, there's one uh, girl group member who asked me to be her English teacher. And I'm like, I have nothing to gain from her in terms of, like, connections, right? So I'm like, all right, it's going to cost you. And right when we started talking about money, she bailed on me. She thought I was going to do that shit. She, she, she thought I was going to do this shit for free. No, you crazy. You're not even my favorite girl group member. Matter of fact, I don't have a favorite girl group member. They're all old now. They're not a group anymore. 
Uh, extra bonus points if you know who my favorite girl group member is, right? But <clears throat> because she's not a she's not in the comedy world, I was like, I don't I don't need I don't need you and your connections. But yesterday was different. This dude. This dude's in my field. Um, not necessarily in stand-up, but uh, he's doing a lot of shit. We're talking like, used to be on Infinite Challenge type of shit. Like a big dude, big name, right? And so, um, I don't know. And the thing is like, okay, alright. I guess uh, this is a conversation between me and the Facebook Live folks, but... If it's just conversation, right? Conversational shit, like, you know, we'll, we'll meet up for coffee or drinks, and we're just, I'm just talking to him for um, for an hour in English. Um. Yeah, I probably won't even charge him anything. Probably he probably has to pay for drinks and food, which is fine. But when it gets down to like grammar, you know what I mean? Or, I'm I'm probably not a good teacher, but you know. You'd be surprised how many shitheads teach English here in Korea. So I was like, this motherfucker don't know anything about grammar. You know what I mean? And I think I said this before, but like, it's it's interesting. You, know, I'll I'll run into like Korean kids here, and I don't have like full dialogue with them, but I'll hear them speak English, and I'm like, yo, this Korean kid named Junso has like a British accent. Well, a British plus, like, Korean fob accent, you know? Um, my sister goes, if she's cute, don't charge her. All those Korean girl group members are cute, Grace. They're all cute. They're all adorable. But um, it's not like I'm going to try to date them. They're way, they're way too young. So it's, it's... Uh, I don't know. The, the 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 hard part about it about especially the girl group member is that she's learning how to play the drums from one of my other friends and he is not charging her anything because he is a gigantic fan of the girl group. And I said, You dumbass. Dumbass. Um Yeah, so I mean I guess I guess the consensus so far is that I should charge this dude, right? So, um, I guess I'll charge him. <laughs> but it's funny, like, like I was hanging out with him yesterday, him and a bunch of other uh, people, and uh, his English is atrocious. But he wants to learn English so that, not only for his edification, but more so because... He wants to do shows in English. And I'm like, I'm like, yo, just because you can speak the language a little bit doesn't mean you're going to be funny in that language. Case in point, me, I speak Korean a little bit, but my, uh, but my, my, uh, I don't necessarily think I'm like the funniest dude in stand-up even now. Yesterday, um, that comedian Namizuk, he he rocked it. I mean, yeah, he had fa he had you know basically it was packed full with 
his fans, right? But um, yeah, he he. I don't want to say he killed it, but he he did really well. And I said, oh shit, this dude, this dude's uh, this dude's funny. My sister goes, can you teach Pak Sojun English? I don't even know who Pak Sojun is. I'll look him up later. Pak Sojun. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure I'm sure I can make some side money being like, yo, um, here's a joke you can say on an American show, right? Or, or not, just an English language show, right? Um, this is what he told me, and he said that the English-speaking staff laughed out loud, all right? He's doing this travel show, and uh, he's eating these hot-ass dumplings. And then he said, these, uh, this uh, dumpling is a uh, tumbling in my mouth. What he tried to say was that these dumplings are tumbling in my mouth. And he told me that they were laughing out loud at that phrase or that joke, I guess. And I said, uh, dude. They're laughing. They're being nice. That shit wasn't funny. He's like, are you serious? It's not funny. I said, nope. They're laughing at you, bro. You a circus. You a circus act. It was kind of, it was kind of upset, but you know, whatever. I, I had to tell him the truth, right? Because I was drunk. We're drinking. The other part <coughs> about, uh, about this situation is that me and him are the same age. And um, I'm not used to uh, speaking, uh, it's, it's called panmal, right? Panmal is speaking informally. Because I realized, and I think I said this in the last um, podcast, was that there was no reason for me to speak in panmal or in informal tones in Korean. Most of the time back home, when I'm speaking Korean, is usually to some older person, and so I'd have to speak in the formal manner, where you add yo at the end of every fucking sentence. You know, you had to, you know what I'm saying? But here, like, this dude is my age, and he's like, yo, let's speak informally and I'm like could could I yo <laughs> right it just it's just I don't know man I'm, I'm, I'm not used to I'm not used to speaking uh informally yet uh because I'm not comfortable matter of fact I think it's also because this fucker's famous so I don't want to you know what I mean like offend him and shit you know so it's a little bit of a uh a weird weird, and I don't say stressful, but just an awkward relationship, um, that, uh, but I, but I got to, um, I got, I, I got to figure it out, and the other part about it for me is that, um, for, you know, people that really know me, I'm, I'm not, I'm not very social, you know what I mean, like, I don't like, Going and going to like networking events and stuff and be like, hey, what's up, everybody? Awesome! Ah. Like I don't, I don't, I, 
I, I hate small talk. I feel like a part of me dies every time I go to one of them events. But given the fact that I'm new to this country, um, relatively new, and the fact that I have to uh, meet, I have to, how do you say, maximize my Rolodex? No, increase my Rolodex. Who the fuck uses a Rolodex? Nobody does anymore. But you know what I mean? I, I need to increase my network, right? In order for me to do that, I got to go... Uh, hang out with these, uh, you know, these, these Korean celebrity motherfuckers, right? I don't want to call them motherfuckers. These Korean celebrities, right? And, you know, part of me goes, I, I, I got nothing to connect with, man. I can't, like, I can't, you know, like, oh, do you play golf? I'm like, no. Terry, I should have learned how to play golf from you, bro. All these Korean old dudes want to play golf, and I'm like, I don't know how to play I can I can drink with y'all, you know, but I I know how to play golf. My mom was right. All these years when I was uh, in consulting, well, not not that many years, but back when the days when I was doing consulting, my mom was like, "You should probably learn how to play golf." I said, "Nah, it's cool." He's like, "Why not?" I go, "Because most of my business, I get done in drinking establishments." And back in the days, yeah, did a lot of drinking establishment business meetings. You know what I'm saying? At bars and shit. Even in Korea, a lot of drinking, drink networking, you know? But then, like, the CEO of my management company goes, Danny, do you play golf? And I said, nah, dog. He's like, what? What? You don't play golf? No, I don't. He's like, what kind of Korean are you? And I'm like, it's, I, can't, I don't know. My best friend, Terry, who is in this, uh, what do you call it, in, in this uh, Facebook Live feed right now, he played a lot of golf. I mean, even in uh, high school, he was on the golf team. He tried to teach me how to play golf, try to fix my, my swing. He put a quarter like maybe about an inch or two behind the ball and said, every time you swing, you got to hit, uh, you got to hit, you got to hit that, uh, you got to clink that quarter. I suck so much. I own 50 cents. I hit two, I, I hit two quarters into the, into the fucking range. You know what I mean? My mom was right. I should learn how to play golf. So I can network with these motherfuckers. I can't. By the way, if you watch like the woman, the LPGA tour, and you see the leaderboard, it's all Kim Park Lee's. I was like, yo, Korean women are dominating women's golf. LPGA tour. But the PGA tour, not dominating. You know what I mean? Korean women are to golf as the U.S. women are to soccer. The men, they suck. I don't want to say they suck. This is going to bite me in the ass. 
you know, you know what's you know what's so dangerous or so scary about um about these types of uh, like recordings is that there's a concept here in in Korea called um, anti fan. So they're basically your haters, and their specific job is to um, find evidence about you that can ruin your career. It happened to um, this uh, K-pop star years ago. Thankfully, thankfully he uh, he he recovered, but for a while he was out of the country. You know, um, and so people have to be careful. Now I'm sure it's the same back home in the states. You know what I mean? Like you get in trouble for something you tweeted ten years ago and shit has happened. You know, that shit's scary. The internet shouldn't be made for that shit. You ever read like a fucking diary or or, or journal or some fucking love letter you wrote to a girlfriend in junior high school? Shit was whack. It's embarrassing. You not you know what I'm saying? Like you weren't you weren't what do you call it? Mentally present. You know, you you weren't aware. You're being a goofy motherfucker. You know what I mean? Embarrassing shit. Saying fucked up shit. I remember I'm I might made I'm I'm not famous, so I don't have to worry about that shit now, but Terry goes, give me my two quarters pitch. Yes, T. T Baum, when you come when you come visit Korea, puto, uh, on your way to Hong Kong. By the way, um, Terry, I'm gonna be in Hong Kong at the end of the month uh, for some shows. Tell your people who speak English, I'm gonna be at the Takeout Comedy Club in Hong Kong, uh, August thirty first. And September 1st. Shows are at 9 p.m. Uh, for more information, go to my Instagram, Danny Cho Comedy. Yeah, you'll see it. It's red wall, my fat face against a wet red wall. Check it out. Terry, tell all your friends and your family in Hong Kong. I don't know if you should tell your family, but I'm, I'm you know me, I'm going to be a little bit dirty, so let them know. And for all those listeners, if you have any friends, or if you're listening in Hong Kong, even even better. But but if you guys are in Hong Kong or know anybody in Hong Kong, tell your friends. I'll be there. Talking shit. Talking shit. Um, hook up with my cousin. All right. All right. I'll hit him up. Uh... I'm, um, how do you say, the weather in Korea has been, uh, getting a little bit better. It's not as hot. It's still fucking hot. Matter of fact, <coughs> my, uh, my father, when I was, uh, I would say about four years ago, my pops went, Danny, you shouldn't wear shorts. I said, Why? You got fat legs. 
and short legs. You got fat short legs. You look stupid in shorts. Maybe, maybe uh, it, it, it fucked me up mentally. But for a long time, I did not own a pair of like, I mean, I, I own like basketball shorts as kind of like homewear and shit, but not to go outside. But it's been so, so damn hot in Korea that I've actually bought three, three to four pairs of shorts. And uh, every time I wear them and I look, I'm like, damn, Pops is right. I got fat, I got short, fat legs. The reason why I bring it up is because my best friend Terry got, he's not, he ain't got short legs, but he got big legs, like, you know, so his what are they? His his uh, yeah, his uh, his bone structure is kind of abnormal, man. Thick ass bones and shit. Very Neanderthal-y, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and Terry goes hairy ass tree trunks. Yes, I have. I'm hairy. Unfortunately, I'm hairy everywhere else except. Top of my head. My sister goes, I think you say, how do you say at least 20 times every podcast? Because I forgot how to say that shit. That's why. My English has gone terrible. It's, it's gone to shit. For example, every Western restaurant in Korea, if I order something and I pronounce the dish properly they won't know what the fuck I'm talking about can I get a farfalle can I have a prosciutto I don't know if that's how you pronounce it but but when I do they look at me like what the fuck are you what are you talking about uh, pal -pale. Yeah. Can't pronounce that shit. You know what I mean? I've said it before, but say cheeseburger properly. I don't know. Uh, uh, I don't know what. They don't know what the fuck you talking about. My sister goes, the hardest thing to order is cream sauce spaghetti. And Terry goes, hairiest Asian chest. I've ever seen still. Yeah. I agree, actually. It's not like I've seen a lot of, uh, of uh, bare-chested men. But uh, given that I've been in Korea, you know, you take that visit to the sauna. Yeah. Got them all beat. Matter of fact, I take off my shirt in the sauna, all the dudes are like, what, 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 the, what the fuck? Like... You, you Korean, bro? <laughs> like they they asked me, I'm like, can't you tell my big ass head? Um, cream sauce spaghetti. Spaghetti, cream, cream sauce. You say it? I don't know. Matter of fact, I don't really eat spaghetti here in Korea. I've given up on Western food. Although, not a sponsor, but I'm gonna say it again. Anyone that's listening in Korea, if you want some, like, 
L.A. style, like, taco truck. Tacos. I suggest Kim Tacos. It's in it's it's the closest thing I can find to like a like King Taco. Matter of fact, originally King Kim Taco, their logo was exactly the same font as King Taco, to the almost almost exactly the same. So King Taco sent a cease and desist a desist order to them. So now they change their logo, but tastes pretty similar. Now, if you don't mind, you want some of that more fusion-y type of Mexican food, then obviously go to my buddy, uh, buddy's place, Vato's Tacos in Itaewon. Pretty good. I highly recommend the, the wings, and I also highly recommend the carnitas fries. And while you're at it, get one of them frozen margaritas with a fucking beer bottle flipped upside down into the margarita. You're like, what? Two drinks in one? Solid. Uh, speaking of solid, I realized that most of the celebrities that I've known, that I know in this country, are like the old school ones. The ones that are from the States. They're old, older. They're old. Fuck it. They're not older. They're old. And, uh, you know, it's not a sad thing, but it's an interesting realization when, when you know, when you gotta, when you gotta be a douchebag a little bit and start name dropping, and then you just name dropping fools that are like, oh wow, like, it's like, it's like if I went, if I was in the states, and I was uh, at some sort of like, um, meeting or n event, or as a bunch of musicians, you're like, oh shit, I know some musicians. Who do you know? I know Wanye from Boyz II Men. I know Tevin Campbell. You know? I hit him with that. They're like, oh, shit. You old, motherfucker. You old. I get that shit. Sad. Uh, it's, the interesting thing is, I, I do feel older in this country because uh, there are clubs. I don't know that it, this... this concept exists in, in in the states but there are clubs here in Hongdae where you were not allowed inside if you were over the age of 30 uh, they'll let me slide as long as they have a uh, uh, you know if they allow hats but if I take off my hat they be like no man better get your ass on out of here too old sad I feel older, but the weird thing is I still don't feel, what is it, the mortality, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, like, when you're closer to death, I feel like you think about death more, I still don't think about death yet, so I still think I got a few more years left in me to feel, um, I don't say young, but like, like, alright, I can still do shit. But I think the moment where I start thinking about like mortality, I think is 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 when I start being like, yo, fuck it, I'm done, I'm done, no more, no more trying out new shit. You know what I mean? Like, I uh, because 
Oh, my sister goes, holy shit, I wouldn't be allowed to be in that club, too. Yeah, if they ask for your ID, Grace, you're not allowed in that motherfucker, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hashtag old. I'm a hashtag old as fuck. And you know how I, you know, you know what even makes me feel older is that the, the Korean that I learned is, is like old school Korean language. I mean, I'm not saying that the language changed a lot, but what Koreans like to do is that they like to, um, abbreviate shit, right? I learned this shit, uh, like if you go, hey, yo. Like, what do you want to, you had you a coffee shop. You're like, wait, what do you want? Like, I want an ah-ah. You know what, you know what an ah-ah is? Koreans, they must be lazy because they abbreviated ice Americano to ah-ah. Hmm. Here's another, here's another Korean new phrase lesson for you guys, especially on Instagram. When you see, like, uh, like uh, somebody, you know, like taking a picture of like something delicious and they'll hashtag shit, you know what I mean? I don't know what they hashtag back home, like food porn or, you know, shit like that. Yeah, but what they would do is uh, they had the Koreans, they could go hashtag JMT for the four people watching on Facebook Live. I'll give you some time. What do you think JMT stands for? And if you're Korean, it's probably easier. JMT, it's Korean words, but they've Romanized it. Look at how advanced that shit is. JMT, not joint military training. Hint, it's about food. Everybody here is Americanized. They're not going to guess it. JMT stands for Chon Mat Tang. Chon Namashita. Tang is just kind of a throwaway thing. Which means that's fucking delicious. Chun Tang. Don't ever say that you don't learn anything here on the Cape Town Cowboys podcast. Hashtag JMT. Chun Tang. I don't know, sorry guys. I, I thought I heard something. I'm like, I'm the only one that lives here. Reminds me of an old joke, um, not mine, I think it was Butch Bradley's, look him up, which is funny, but like, you know, when you watch a scary movie, you by yourself, you know, the lights are, the lights are out, except the light coming from the fucking TV, it's a scary part, and there's a part of you that feels like someone's watching, some spirit, you know what I mean, so you just tuck yourself in you know, to the, underneath the sheets, make sure that, you know, you get, you tuck everything in, you're feeding everything, so, so that the spirit don't get you, then you just start making random noises, like, ah, like, you know, you yawn, but you yawn out loud, like, ah, out loud, just so that you let the spirit know that, like, yo, just in case you're there, I know you there too. That was stupid. Why did I bring it up? Oh yeah, that's because there's a random clicking sound that I heard. And I was like, that's weird. Shouldn't be any clicking sound. I'm the only one moving. Excuse me.
Excuse me, everybody, I'm a little thirsty. Ooh. I am... Um, I know it's not good for gout, but I am actually on an eternal quest to find the best Korean fried chicken in Seoul. Um, I've, as of in the nine months that I've been here, I have tried almost all of the franchise joints. Some are good, some are whatever. But I realize that the keys are to go to the ones, the hole-in-the-wall joints. You know what I mean? Like, I've been to a place in an area called Cheongdam. Cheongdam is kind of like the Beverly Hills, the Rodeo Drive, like basically the rich part of Seoul. And then there was this hole-in-the-wall fried chicken joint that's been there for 40 years. You know what I'm saying? 40 years, you open the door, it looks like you went back into time. It feels, it feels like what Korea should have been in the 70s and shit. In Cheongdam. Very, very low, like, total ghetto shit writing on the wall. And there's this old lady in a, with a big-ass wok filled with oil and just frying up shit right in front of the door. The kicker to this place is... She sprinkles curry powder on top of the fried chicken. It's kind of amazing. And I say, wow, how the fuck do you find this? Because, like, yo, like, if you're on Yelp, right, back home, Yelp is kind of hit or miss. You know what I mean? Because, obviously, you, you have these, you know, people who call themselves Yelp leaders, which I think is complete fucking nonsense and garbage, Right? That get paid to come, or you know what I mean, or get free food to come to a place and say, yo, this food is really delicious. No, it's not, right? You know, blogs are the same. How do you know? I ask a Korean, how do you find delicious food, like hidden gems in Korea? They'd be like, oh, go on Instagram and hashtag matjip and whatever area, right? So, like, I live in Shinchon, so type in Shinchon matjip on Instagram. That's, that's some dumb shit is because there is this, there are plenty of restaurants here. They'll cut like $3 off your bill if you hashtag Shinchon Machip, hashtag, you know what I'm saying, like their uh, uh, restaurant name. You get, three, you get fucking three, four bucks off your bill. So everyone is doing that shit. And then I get there and I'm like, yo, this place ain't that good. My sister asks, do Koreans have their version of Yelp? Yes. The app is called Mango Plate. And uh, I'm not going to say fuck Mango Plate because some of the places I've been to, they're all right. But none of them blown my mind yet. The thing I have to say about Korean food is that I have, um, I've had good food, Korean food here. But I haven't been like blown away. Like I'm like, yo, you can't get this shit back home. Like I've had certain Korean food, and I'm like, this, for example, uh, kamjatang and uh, deji kalbi. So it's the pork neck potato soup and the uh, pork spare ribs. 
can't be beat. Hamjiba in LA cannot be beat. People go, yo, they put a lot of MSG in that potato pork neck soup. Don't give a fuck. It's delicious. Sure, I can't. I don't want to eat it now because, you know what I mean, it's hot as balls. You know what I mean? By the way, I understand why Koreans... You know, i tell you what. You know, like in, uh, what do you call it? Sexual etiquette? You know... In Korea, they make you wash up right before you fuck. So you go on a date or whatever, you're like, you should go wash up. They fuck. Even if you're drunk. You go to a bar, you meet a girl, you get trashed, right? You don't just, you know, bang. You got to wash up. And at first I was like, why? Now I get it. Super, super humid here. You walk outside for two hours. Nether regions are going to smell. Uh, don't want to, uh, yeah. Not just dudes. Women too. They're going to smell. So I'm like, okay. Like, I, I wonder, like, I mean, in, back, back home, it's not really a thing. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that Back home, you know, they smell less or not because I've I've, I've been with women that um that uh smell pretty bad. I mean, I don't and you know what? I don't even say pretty bad. I like I mean like all right, all right. Like she, you know, she ran two miles today. Like you, you know, you could smell that, right? I'm sure dudes smell terrible too. You know, but here they. I guess they're like, you know what, I don't want to smell like, I don't want to smell sour. Can, can you, do you understand, like, you know, smelling sour, what is that? I hope you guys know what that means. I can't, my, again, my English is terrible, so, so uh, I can't explain it more. Matter of fact, I don't think I'm qualified to uh, be in any sort of a, uh, food tasting tasting like show like a travel eat eat show you know what I mean because I don't have um I can't describe tastes and smells you know I'm not I'm not I can't be poetic like I did this show uh I had to fill in for uh, somebody on this uh Terry goes, you know it smells bad when it makes you turn retarded for two seconds. Oh, bringing back the old classics. The old Danny Cho classics. Unfortunately, you can't even say retarded anymore. Uh, my sister asks, do people use deodorant there? Ten years ago, it was definitely not a thing over there. People still don't really use deodorant. Matter of fact, yesterday I ran out of deodorant. Now, um... Apparently, there is this uh, this kind of like cream. I forget what it's called. I got to go ask this girl that I was talking to. It's this whole cream that you just apply on your body, and it basically makes you not sweat in wherever areas you cover. So I guess it's antiperspirant, but it's not like 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 a deodorant stick. It's more like a kind of like a like like a Bengay ointment type of thing, right? 
what it does is uh, it basically closes your sweat pores on your skin. And I'm like, wow, that can be good for you, especially like someone like me. I, you know, I'm a, I'm a sweaty, I'm a sweaty mess, right? So I'm like, that can't be good for me. And uh, she goes, she goes, and she looks it up. She's Korean, Korean. She goes, no, no, no. The only side effects is that uh, you're gonna be itchy. There is, the Koreans apparently don't use deodorant, but there is a, hey motherfucker, you're not gonna sweat if you put this on. Cream. Uh, I might have to buy it because I don't know. I, I think it's called like Drip Glow. Any anybody here in Korea, if you if you heard of the product Drip Glow, let me know. And if you're using it, let me know how it works. But uh, the girl, she was telling me, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like um, uh, I put it in my pits all the time. I said, wow. Thank you for. Uh, Thank you for telling me that that bit of information about you applying this drip glow. Cause you know, for me, I'm I, I sweat a lot. I sweat. Um, I think I I think I've sweat more in this summer than I have in the last five summers uh, previously. Matter of fact. Not even summers. I think I've sweat more these three months than I have in the last five years combined. That means that uh, that means uh, Danny, you haven't been exercising in the last five years. I still really don't. I mean, yo, you know when I first got here, ladies and gentlemen, I said that I am going to be. Uh, I said I was going to be walking five miles a day. In the winter time, I did it. I averaged five to ten miles a day. I said, I'm going to walk this fat away. Again, not because of my health, because motherfuckers kept on stopping me on the street. When I passed by the oversized clothes stores, and they'd be like, sir, we got shit that fits you. I said, fuck you, motherfucker. I just want to go get some coffee with a friend. Right? That's the only reason why. Um... Jackie says, this summer has been insanely miserable due to the heat. Yes. Terry goes, I'm out. Remind me to give you contact. Yes. Orale. All right, Carlos. Adios. So, so I am, but you know what I mean? Now, here, here's the thing. It's almost the end of summer. I, this is my first summer here in Korea, so I don't know when, when does it, uh, uh, when it when it uh, exactly ends uh so like i'm like yo do i buy this drip glow and test it out on my body so i can close all my sweat pores and then i might become a bloated mess uh rebecca rebecca goes you were right by the way it was too hot over there for this texas girl i was melting the entire time yes jackie goes you picked the wrong summer to be your to be your first. Ha ha ha. This has been the worst summer ever. Yo. This summer really sucked. Patty's here. Hey, Patty. My buddy Patty. Uh, she's, uh, we went, we went to college together. Uh, she always came late to this Korean history class. Uh, and, uh, 
I was like, do you, do you even go to school here? But Patty turned out to be, uh, yeah, she went to school there. <laughs> I don't even know if she passed, uh, but I did. Um, uh, yeah, so the summer is, a, it, it, it's been pretty bad, but matter of fact, I saw a picture of, uh, I, I'm not sure, I'm sure it's fake, but some park in Korea, it was so hot that the trees were getting fucked up. So what they did was they hooked up the trees to some IVs. And I said, I didn't even know it works that way. Is it the banana bag? You know, is it the potassium bag that they put on patients when they're, you know, malnutritioned or whatever in the hospital? I don't know. But I've been seeing pictures of trees hooked up to IVs here in Korea. And I say, oh, man, that's some rough ass shit. Um, the other thing uh, I haven't tried is that, so when you go on, uh, like, hiking trails, I don't hike because it's too fucking hot, but if you go up hiking trails here in Korea, which there are a lot, there's a, there are, a lot of times there's an area up these trails called Yaksuto, uh, uh, right? Uh, it's kind of like, like fountain spring water. But my brain goes... But how clean is it, for real? Like, how purified is it? You know what I mean? Like, so you mean to tell me no deers or whatever take pisses and shit in wherever the origin of this, you know, of, of the water is from? Does it get filtered through some advanced fancy British shit or in, we're in Korea, so some Koei shit? Does it, does it do that? I don't know. That's why I don't go drink that shit I see enough. Um, so yeah, uh, summer has been pretty rough, but I think it's coming to a close. It better. I mean, it is almost the middle of August. It should be better by September, right? I hope so. September September's my birthday. I have a birthday in September. I'm going to be 36, y'all. In Korea, I'm 37 already. Yeah. So apparently, uh, for those that want to calculate their Korean age, uh, when you come out of your mom's womb, you're already one. And then you also factor in uh, once you once the new year passes, you gain another year. So for example, if you were born on December 25th, like you were Jesus or some shit, right? You're a year old on Christmas, day you born. Six days later, when it becomes, or seven days later, six, day, six days later, when it becomes uh, the New Year's, you become two years old. But in actuality, you're only six days old. So fact that it, factor that in. I'm going to give you a math problem. My birthday is September 15th, 1982. What does that mean? That means I'm 37 years old. And a lot of people go, you know, a lot of people go, oh, dude, you don't look 37. And I go, I know, but let me take off my hat. And I show them how, how much, uh, 
how, how, how the hair is a mess up here, ladies and gentlemen. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm always wondering why I get my hair cut. Because, you know, it's not, you can't get like a cheap haircut in Korea. For the most part, it's a little bit more expensive than back home, right? And I'm like, are you, are we calculating like, like per size of my head? Are we calculating like per hair you cut? Because if it's per size of my head, I get how much, why are you charging me this much? But if it's just the, um, the actual number of hairs you cut, I should get this shit for free. Anyway, when I take off my hat and I say I'm 37, they be like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. All right. All right. So, so uh, fuck you guys. Um, for those that are uh, listening, again, uh, I am, um, if you have any friends in Hong Kong or you are in Hong Kong, uh, I will be at the Takeout Comedy Club in Hong Kong, August 31st and September 1st at 9 p.m. Uh, let your people know if you're in Korea. Um, August 20, I'm looking at a calendar, I have a calendar right over there, uh, August 25th, Saturday, I will be at the Comedy Haven, in, uh, the only comedy club in Korea, and I'll be actually doing an hour set in English, I haven't been doing, I haven't done an hour set in a long time, I've done some, some 20 minute, 30 minute, uh, uh, warm up moves, or, uh, opening moves for, like, Esther and Hannibal Burris when they were out here. But uh, it's my turn to do my headlining set. So if you're in Korea, you know anybody in Korea, on the 25th of August, I will be at the Comedy Haven in Shin Nonhyun. Uh, show starts at 8 p.m. Um, for more information on the two shows I've mentioned or any other shows that I'm going to have uh, going on, it is uh, go check out um, Danny Cho Comedy on Instagram. Mm, what else shows I have? Oh, yeah. On the 18th, Saturday, I'll be doing some stand-up in Korean at 5 p.m. in Hongdae, JDB. Uh, I don't know if that's on my Instagram. But anyway, uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for keeping me company. And uh, as always, uh, come on. Bye.